With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, we got a Super Bowl matchup, but we'll check in with the two teams that lost yesterday and last night. The Eagles are two-point favorites against the Chiefs. According to DraftKings, the over-under is 50 points. Final hour, we'll check in with the Bengals after that heartbreaking loss last night. Your phone calls are always welcome every day, but on Monday in particular, best and worst of the weekend, well, what you saw that you liked and you didn't like. The Premier League is on NBC and Peacock, and uh, it'll be the Spurs' Harry Kane against oh. Manchester City. They face off February 5th only on NBC and Peacock. Seton is still here. We thought he was going to be on the road in the Sprinter van going cross-country, and then we're giving away that van once we get to Arizona. We're glad to have you here for another hour, but uh, any hiccups here? No, no, no hiccups. Uh, probably won't have me for another hour, though. I think we'll leave some time this hour. It's going to be that's okay with you. pretty emotional. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we just I hate goodbyes, so yeah. I don't want to drag this out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember last year, we're like waving to you. As you and now you, you call me when you, you get there, You okay? text me when you get to Pittsburgh. Yeah, you were so nervous. I was. I'm like, now, do you have a credit card? You got yeah. the credit card, right? Hey, now, just, just be, would you just be careful, It's like please. you're going to college, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, now, you, you text me. If you need anything, I'll be there. And uh, Seton and the French kid made it cross-country, and uh, hopefully it'll be a fun ride in the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Yes, Marv? Who's going to be more emotional? You? Or LeBron after that missed call. Wow. I will not be as emotional as LeBron was. Not with cameras on me. But if the cameras aren't on me, then it'll be emotional. You're down on both knees? Yes, I might be. <laughs> Seeing Seton leave, we won't have him for the rest of the week. <laughs> I will not be I will not be LeBroning it. Anything less than that, Dan, I'm gonna be disappointed. All right. All right. Uh the uh, poll question for the final hour. Uh Fritzy? What will you remember most about the conference title game's results so far are bad officiating, 42%, Brock Purdy early QB injury, 31%, followed by Mahomes' gutty performance on his bad ankle, 17%. 877-3DP-SHOW. If you're watching on Peacock, thank you. Our streaming partner, download the app. You can watch for free. And our radio affiliates around the country, numbering nearly 400. Our uh, good friend Dave Lapham. He's the Bengals radio network analyst. He's been doing it for over three decades and uh, was there on the call yesterday, last night, as the Bengals bow out in dramatic fashion. How would you sum up what you saw last night, Dave? Well, first, Dan, I want to compliment you on the, your man cave. It is the best I've ever seen. Thank There's you. no question about that. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> but what I, what I saw was a team that uh, lost too many situational football categories. Uh, they were outperformed on third down. They were outperformed in the red zone. They lost the turnover battle by one. And, you know, these are things that you just can't uh, can't have happen. And then, interestingly enough, I mean, it was ironic almost, the thing that cost them the football game ultimately was something that they've done oh so well all season long. They're the second fewest penalized team in the National Football League all season long in, in terms of yards, second fewest penalty yards in the entire league for fourth in terms of number of penalties assessed. They have not self-destructed by penalty. Well, in the biggest game of the year, they're self-destructed by penalty when Joseph Asai lost track of where he was on the football field, and he's very aware. I mean, he's a smart guy, very aware player. It just happens, and 
and he pushes Mahomes and gets uh, called for the, a critical penalty to put him in field goal range. It goes from a 60-yard field goal to a 45-yard field goal to, to win the game at the gun. And uh, so it's, it's ironic that it all unfolded that way. But just about every situational football category that you, you have to at least break even, win some of them, across the board, Kansas City Chiefs took all of them. So it was amazing to me the Bengals were in the game to the extent they were. This is how it sounded on the Bengals radio network, the call of Joseph Asai's penalty on Patrick Mahomes. Two receivers out to each side. Mahomes with a deep drop. Now moving in the pocket. Running to the right and running well. He's at the 50. He's trying to run for the first down. He goes out Uh, of bounds. And the Bengals push him after he was out of bounds. Multiple flags are going to tack 15 yards onto this play. Eight seconds left in regulation. And with that penalty, the Chiefs will be in field goal range. Man, you have to be more aware. This football team has got a lot of awareness, not on that play. So that's Dave uh, with the color commentating and speaking for Bengals Nation on that. And you knew you knew what had just happened there. Not keeping your emotions inside, that's for sure. Yeah, that uh, when when the penalty was 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 called, and, and it should have been. The thing that I have is uh, I agree with some of your whole responders. Man, the officiating sucked very inconsistent you know and dan i've said all along i why do you break up officiating crews and have the all-star crews these guys haven't worked with each other all year long yep. i mean it's you know it's it, it we know that a team is not necessarily built up of you know nine mvps in baseball or 11 mvps in football it's a team everybody has a role everybody has a responsibility everybody works together and you work with the, t- the same guys all year long, and then when it gets to the most important games of the year, they mess it up. They muck it up. I, I, I don't get it. But at any rate, you know, that's a that's another, I guess, another t- subject, another topic. But um, it, I that should have been a penalty. Joe Burrow gets smoked after he throws the football, gets hit up in, by his shoulder pads, does a backward somersault, gets up, looks at the official like, what? You know, I mean, that was well after I threw the football. You know, the, the inconsistency of it, um, and, and Joe, same thing. Joe scrambled for a first down out of bounds, both feet in the white, in the five-yard white area, gets pushed, no call. Well, you know, that was it was close, um, but you could have called it, and it wasn't that close with Mahomes. That one had to be called. Yeah, I, I just never felt like the Chiefs were out of control. It just felt like they were always doing something just a little bit better than the Bengals. The Bengals were desperate, trying to keep something live. The fourth and sixth that they went for, uh, you know, to start the fourth quarter, it, it just felt like they were always a step behind, a half a step behind with the Kansas City Chiefs. As they move to next season, Dave, what do you see with the Bengals? Any changes, any additions? Yeah, there, there always are. You know, uh, last year's football team that went to the Super Bowl, uh, the makeup of this football team was much different. You know, the, the highly publicized uh, signing of three veteran offensive linemen in free agency, and then they go and draft one uh, who ends up being a starter all season long in Volson. So they, they redid their offensive line. I mean, I, there, there are definitely going to be tweaks. Um, you know, the, every phase had their – moments of, uh, of of lack of execution, including special teams. Crispin, unfortunately, had the worst punting day of his of his season at the at the most inopportune time. And, uh, you know, the, the punt return killed him. And there was an illegal block on it that wasn't called. I mean, <laughs> you, you can go through these games and you when you comb through them, you can find all kinds of things, but flagrant things on big plays. You know, that, that's tough when they're not called sometimes. Uh, but at any rate, you're going to have to improve. You're going to have to, you know, tweak the tweak the roster here and there. The roster never comes back uh, fully intact. There's always something that goes on in terms of free agency in the draft in the offseason. But the core of the football team, Dan, is young and talented. So, you know, I, I do think the core is going to remain intact. And there was a report that Burroughs going to get a contract and it's going to be $50 million a year. Yeah, that would not surprise me at all. I mean, th- this guy is uh, this is a special dude. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he was under duress, <laughs> to put it politely. The uh, 
the Kansas City Chiefs, number one in the AFC in quarterback sacks and number two in the NFL. They had 55 during the course of the year, and they they uh, garnered five in the AFC championship game. And, man, I'll tell you, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, full-grown men. Things didn't have many <laughs> – didn't have many answers for those guys. I'll tell you, they were they were getting it done at the line of scrimmage. And, you know, everybody talks about ah, three rookies in the secondary. They played well. But the old axiom, I believe uh, in very much, your best pass defense is a hellacious pass rush. And yep. they had one yesterday. Well, congrats on the season. And uh, we'll talk to you next year. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dan. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're, you're an icon. You're a legend. Always love uh, visiting you, my man. Thank you, buddy. That's uh, Dave Lapham, former Bengals offensive lineman, and uh, been doing the color commentating for Bengals radio for over 30 years. All right, uh, a couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Al in Atlanta. Hi, Al. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Hi, Al. Got a worst and best. Worst of the weekend. I don't know if it was karma, bad luck, or Shanahan trying to be too pretty with his blocking schemes, but... Watching the 49ers go down to zero quarterbacks almost had me feeling bad for Shanahan. I know, me, feeling bad for Shanahan, (laughs) right. But then number 71 showed me he has no discipline with his team. All that sympathy went out the window. Best of the weekend, for three years in a row now, the AFC has given us a game that comes down to the last play. I remember when Brady left, everybody was talking about how – are the AFC or how is the AFC going to rebound now without Brady? Who's going to step up and take his place? Well, I think we have had a pretty good replacement for Brady in the AFC with, yeah, a good quarterback and core. No, thank you, Al. Devin in Pittsburgh. Hi, Devin. What's on your mind? Hey, DP. Six foot, 4.5 handicap index. All right. Uh, just wanted to give some food recommendations to Seton. If he is going to downtown Pittsburgh, I would recommend Church Brewworks. It's an old church that converted into a brewery. Okay. Uh, if he's coming north of the city, uh, Cranberry's right off the turnpike. Uh, I can meet him at Permanis mm. up here, and we can en- enjoy some French fries on sandwiches and some good beer. Okay. Uh, well, you know what, Devin? Uh I'll place you on hold, and Tyler will get your information. If uh, Seton comes through that way, sure, he'll reach out, and uh, maybe you can join him for a beer. Said Cranberries is the name of the place? Wait, we just lost it. Oh, great. Now oh, I'm no, never going to get no, French fries. No. Oh, oh, oh yeah, what is, what's the name of uh, the place you're getting the French it's, fries? Uh, uh, well, it's Permanis, but uh, Cranberry is the city. It's just north of Pittsburgh. It's right off the turnpike, so... He was trying to get the uh, South Bend quicker. Might be the place to stop. Okay. Okay. All that right. Well, thank you, Devin. We'll get your information. If he uh, stops through, I'm sure Seton will reach out. Yeah, Paul. Anytime you watch an NFL game, they always do like an establishing shot on national TV of certain things the city is known for. Permani Brothers is always in the Pittsburgh establishing shots in sports. Like the what's that market uh, in Seattle, Seattle with the thrown fish? Yes. They, they get more airtime than anybody. Uh, Maria in San Antonio. Hi, Maria. What's on your mind? Hi, Dan. How are you? Great, Maria. Um, I was just <laughs> I was just um, calling to give a shout-out to my husband. It was our anniversary on Friday, so I guess that could be the best of the weekend. All right. And then um, the worst was my sciatic started acting up, so that was the worst of the weekend. And your it's husband's name is? Maria, your husband's name is? He is Jorge. Now, what did He's he Jorge. do? I, um... <laughs> Say that again? Wait, your, what's your worst? Your sciatica? <laughs> my sciatic started acting up over the weekend because of our weather over here. Oh, no. <laughs> so that was the worst of the weekend. Okay, well. And the best was, I guess, our anniversary. All right. I guess. Well, happy anniversary, I, I guess. So anniversary barely beats out a bad sciatic nerve? <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. It's uh, husband. Man, something about that really hit me. <laughs> so so well, my sciatica is acting up, so not a great week. <laughs> Had a bad back for eight years and his husband for ten. Which is sciatic yeah. is terrible. When yeah. that when that acts up, it's it's oh, awful. Yeah. It's terrible. But damn, it's such a, such a hilarious thing to share. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that, Maria. <laughs> I hope that we're not going to be sh- Fritzy overshares. I got this cyst. I don't know. <laughs> I got nine. It's kind of leaking something. I don't know what to do. I, I got a boil. Took a pint of fluid out of my lower back. Yeah. Too. Uh, Jeremiah in Iowa. <laughs> Jeremiah. 
Oh, I love our audience. Good morning, Dan Patrick. Hey, hey Jeremiah. How's your uh, back, so Jeremiah? I, well, it's better today. My wife walked on it and got a little bit working a little bit better. Okay. So, um, I run a kitchen in Menlo, Iowa. We are just west of Des Moines. And if Seton passes through, we're two miles, three miles off the interstate. We'll buy him breakfast, make him a most amazing breakfast. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we'll put you on hold, Jeremiah. And then if Seton uh, blows through town, he will give you a call. I got a recommendation, actually, that uh, stood out from someone in Des Moines who was like, hey, you have to go to this pub or whatever. They got great fish and chips. Which I never thought of Des Moines as being a hotbed of great <laughs> fish and chips. Oh, but seafood hotbed. Yeah. That's what did I know? Long John's. What did I know? Yeah. Long John Silver. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Hayden in Toledo. Hey, Hayden. Hey, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, third time, medium time. Uh, just called because I wanted to chop it up about. Uh, so it sounds like D'Amico Ryans is likely going to get that Texans job. Yeah. I'm curious what that does for the draft and for the, just the quarterback market in general. I mean, if he really likes what he sees from Trey Lance. But really, they, the Niners playing a role with Brock Purdy, if, you know, given he doesn't have something like Tommy Johns like you talked about. I wonder if maybe it would just be tough to see a defensive-minded guy like Danico Ryans allow a Jalen Carter or a Will Anderson slip through his fingers. Um, I'm just curious what you guys think about that. Plus, with them having two for, you know, higher first-round picks, uh, kind of with you know, some of the possibilities there. That's all. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, I haven't done a deep dive on that, but just because you have a defensive-minded head coach doesn't mean you still don't need a quarterback there. Now, I thought D'Amico was in, you know, on the short list with Denver as well, and I'm still not sure what's happening with Denver because Denver then reportedly reached out to Jim Harbaugh, and if you're Harbaugh, at what point do you say, I'm happy where I am now? Because it doesn't seem like that. He's had ample opportunities to say, I'm not taking another interview. Well, wait a minute. I'm going to take that interview. Did you get Sean Payton? Did you not get Sean Payton? If you didn't, now you're reaching out to Jim Harbaugh. Yes, Todd. I thought he was just eager and enthusiastic about staying in Ann Arbor. I'm confused now. Let's take a break. We'll check in with the 49ers and hopefully get an update on Brock Purdy's injury. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Well, in a matter of minutes, Seton O'Connor is going to put down his headphones and walk out to the Sprinter van, and he's going to say goodbye. Bon voyage. Yes, it's Van Boyage. Yeah, Van Boyage. Van Boyage. The Sprinter Van, built, engineered, equipped to let you hit the open road and take on any goal. The Sprinter Van, you can live, work, and play out your dreams. 16 body types, a choice of gas or diesel engine, thousands of ways to customize it. That interior is gorgeous. Gorgeous. It is. Yep. Yep, beautiful. And uh, you could win your very own Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Van, customized by Gretsch RV, the Dan Patrick Show's ultimate fan van sweepstakes. You can still enter. We're going to give it away. And this will be the Friday of Super Bowl week, I believe. Yes, sir. Yes. We're going to give it away. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com, your chance to win. So go ahead. Now's the time. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. To enter, get official rules at danpatrick.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter. Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. 
Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. More phone calls coming up. Seaton ready to set sail in the Sprinter van coming up in about 15 minutes. He's out there packing up. By the way, this was the first NFC Conference title game without a passing touchdown since the Eagles beat the Cowboys in 1980. First conference championship game in NFL history without a passing touchdown or an interception. And the first playoff game without a passing touchdown or an interception since Denver beat Pittsburgh in the 2015 divisional round. There wasn't much to see in the game. It was pretty methodical with what the Eagles did. They love to run the football, don't make mistakes, and they put a lot of pressure on uh, the 49ers. Then you had the injury with Brock Purdy, who was 4-for-4 four four prior to the injury. And then after that, it was just, uh, can anybody play quarterback and stay healthy enough? 49ers NFL reporter for the San Jose Mercury News, Cam Inman, joins us now. Cam, thanks for joining us. Any update on Brock Purdy's injury? Uh, not yet. He is uh, getting an MRI today just to figure out, is it a UCL ligament injury? Was it the ulnar nerve that something flared up? But, I mean, Dan, like four hours after the game, he still had pain shooting up, you know, up and down from the elbow through the wrist. And it was why he couldn't throw. I mean, he did, you know, he completed two passes, got him to midfield, and that, then he got hurt. And then after that, Josh Johnson came in. Uh, the offense wasn't run smoothly. He gets concussed two minutes after halftime. And then they had to put Brock back in there, but the forward pass was gone from the playbook. And the Eagles just stacked the box, and there was nothing that the Niners could do offensively. It, just, it really became just a dud of a game, right? I mean, there wasn't much going on. It almost felt like the Niners were surprised at just how good the Eagles were up front. And, and that's not fair to the coaching staff, but just watching it, um, I don't know how you, you know, simulate Hassan Reddick unless you know, right. you're know you using Bosa in practice, but... Um, I, I was surprised that the, the heat they put on Brock Purdy early. Well, you know, they had just played the Cowboys and Micah Parsons, and so they kind of saw an athletic pass rusher. Yeah. Um, but, but when you match Hassan Reddick up with a backup tight end, um, and that's the guy that he blew right past to get to Purdy, it looks like a pretty bad play call, but the play call was uh, Brock's got to take a seven-step drop, give to Brandon A time to get open, and he was getting open. But, I mean, you go back and look, and it was about three or four seconds. And in the NFL, that's an eternity. And it gives any speed pass rusher a long time to get back there. So uh, the, the Eagles' defensive front, though, like you said, I mean, all across the board, pressure, pressure, pressure. The Niners knew that was coming. I mean, they, they built their team on the same idea. Uh, it's just they couldn't get to Jalen Hurts. And the, the Eagles didn't have to pass it. Once Purdy was out of the game, it was just, all right, let's just run the clock down and get out of here. How would you sum up this year for the Niners? Oh, my gosh. I mean, could you think of a crazier year with the quarterbacks? And this is a franchise built on just like that quarterback saga year after year. But when 
Trey Lance goes down in the home opener. Jimmy Garoppolo, who like was in camp thrown on a side field because he was in exile waiting to get traded, he comes back, revives his 49er career. The stock shoots back up for Jimmy, and then he gets hurt. So you're down to Mr. Irrelevant, who uh, just plays lights out. He had this charmed life and just everything he did. Uh, obviously, he protected the football up until yesterday, but Shanahan really kind of bought into him, and, and he trusted him at quarterback. So everything about the Niners, Dan, is always about the quarterbacks, no matter what. And no no year was like this one. Um, but the fact that they made it to the NFC Championship game with a rookie quarterback, um, the NFL sack leader was Nick Bosa. He didn't have any sacks in the playoffs. So obviously, the defense could have done more. But uh, really, I mean, if you had told me back in maybe the home opener and said, oh, this season might go off the rails because Lance is gone. And then once Jimmy Garoppolo went down, you're like, well, there's never been a Super Bowl reached by a rookie quarterback. So there's no way the Niners are going to go deep. They made it to this far. Kudos to them. Great coaching job by Shanahan. Um, but now they have a huge offseason again, trying to figure out what's going to go on a quarterback and like circling back. A lot of it could depend on Brock Purdy's um, MRI results. Like how bad is this elbow injury? Because they will get Trey Lance back. Um, from his ankle issue, but uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, free agent, he didn't get he didn't get out of town this last summer, so maybe he doesn't he doesn't leave again. If they had gotten to the Super Bowl, would mm-hmm. Garoppolo been healthy enough to to uh, start for the Niners if Brock Purdy couldn't play? I'd want to say yes, but he they never allowed him to practice yet, Dan. It, you know, he broke his foot on December fourth. Uh, he got back on the field to do some individual conditioning running like a week and a half ago. so But they never put him in a practice. So everybody said, well, the, the Niners should have had an emergency QB ready to go. Jimmy Garoppolo was QB3. He was inactive yesterday. Um, you know, so it's like, I guess if you if you give him two weeks, I would think that he would have made a game. You know, Jimmy's a gamer. He probably would have wanted to do it, but uh, it wasn't a great situation. It's a what if. There's a lot of what ifs out of yesterday. All right. What if uh, Purdy has a, a serious injury? And yeah. do you open the door for Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Yes. yes, there it is. It's the it's the question that's going to be asked every day. And I mean, it makes a lot more sense now, Dan, than it did maybe a year ago or even a couple of years back when there was talk of Brady going to the Niners instead of the Bucks. Um, but Jimmy Garoppolo was coming off the Super Bowl, and he was still relatively young, and he had a great year. Um, this one, there's so much doubt about Purdy and then Lance. I think you got to reach out to Brady and see if he wants to come back to the Bay. I mean, <laughs> do, do you remember when, 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 I mean, Brock Purdy's first, first start was against Tom Brady and he beat him. And then after that game, there was a reception line of Niners going up to shake Brady's hand and get him to sign uh, autographs <laughs> on the, on the intercept. It was an, it was a surreal scene of like all these fanboys came out of the Niners. They wanted Tom Brady. So do you think he'd be welcome? Absolutely. Do I think Aaron Rodgers would be welcome? I do not. I mean, they loved beating him in the playoffs year after year. Um, and, and Aaron is just, it's a different situation with Aaron. He's, he has to get traded from the Packers. They looked into doing that a year or two ago. It was a no go. Um, that's why I think Brady's probably a better option. Um, but is he the best option? It's, uh, or do you keep Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you keep Lance? It's, there's so much quarterback questions coming, and it's, it's a typical 49er offseason. <laughs> <laughs> but do the Niners know what they have in Trey Lance? No, I mean, I don't think anybody does. I mean, they have a better idea. They, they know how much he knows the playbook. But I think they know a lot more about Brock Purdy now, don't you? I mean, Brock won eight games. Uh, Shanahan trusted him in his offense. And he opened it up a little bit more, and it just seemed to fit. And uh, Brock was very well aware that he was surrounded by a great supporting cast. Um, but at the same time, yesterday we revealed that it really does take a quarterback to win in the NFL. Or Great. somebody that can throw a forward pass. <laughs> More than 10 yards. Yeah. Uh, Cam, thank you. We appreciate you getting right. up and uh, sharing your insights with us. My pleasure. Thanks, Dan. That's uh, Cam Inman, the uh, Niners NFL reporter for San Jose Mercury News. And depending on what that MRI shows with the elbow or that owner ligament, if he's going to have Tommy John and he's done for a year, and that's what it'll probably take a full year then you got to look at the way you, I mean, you got everything you need here. And you thought you found your guy. Now you're not going to have your guy for another year. Do you say to Jimmy, why don't you stay? Do you take a flyer on Tom Brady to get him to come in with a, maybe a one year and a, an option year or something like that? 
Trey Lance, you don't know what you have. Interesting that you know more about Brock Purdy and what you have there than you do Trey Lance. And Trey was the guy you went all in on. Brock just kind of fell in your lap. There he was. But if he has surgery, going to need surgery, he's done for a while. And then I would certainly kick the tires on Tom Brady. Yes, Paul. And if the 49ers thought maybe we'll let Trey Lance go or trade him for a second-round pick or whatever it may be, it may not be an option for them anymore. Yes, Marv. This makes me feel so good going into the offseason as a 49ers fan. <laughs> it seems like there's more questions than answers, and we just went to the NFC. I know. I know. The 49ers just went to the NFC Championship game, and we sound like the Bears. Keith in Detroit. Hi, Keith. Best and worst of the weekend. Hey, DP. Hey, bud. Uh, six foot, 235. All right. Uh, I only got a best of the weekend. Um, is my new son, uh, Palmer James, my wife and I, welcomed into this world. Uh, we were watching your show last week. I tried to give Tyler a call, but had to hang up because uh, no no phones in the delivery room, I guess. Well, congratulations there, Keith, on Palmer. Uh, what uh, what else do you have? Uh, do you have a worst? Uh, no worst. No worst of the weekends when uh, I'm holding my boy right now. Awesome. Show, so, uh, yeah. Send us a picture. Can you uh, send us a picture, Keith? Absolutely. I, I sure will. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, yes, Paul. Yeah, maybe hold him like the Heisman Trophy. Maybe oh, sports it up a little bit. Oh, the wife oh. is okay with that. <laughs> Did I say it or him? I think he said it. I think I said it. it. That it <laughs> thing. Chad in uh, Desmone. Hi, Chad. Hey, DP. Second time, long time. Six foot, uh, 195. Hey, um, I just wanted to give um, uh, a shout out to the uh, Smoky D's Barbecue in Des Moines is a definite hot spot, and if you're on 80, it's not, it's right off the interstate. But the one we're missing is the High Life Lounge uh, downtown Des Moines. Uh, green bean casserole, tater tot casserole. I think they have like 87 beers on tap and over 130 craft beers. It's It's been voted America's Best Beer Bar. Um, just, well, just, well, wait a minute. How is it voted America's best beer bar? I didn't vote on it. Well, I, I don't know either. I'm just going off the <laughs> ad right here on the radio. Well, we're America's best sports talk show. Self-declared. Yes. <laughs> yes, Paulie. I'm looking at the High Life Lounge in uh, Des Moines, and it looks legit. they got an old Miller High Life sign in front. they got a lot of paneling, a lot of bowling. It looks like bowling trophies. That's a very good sign. Oh, okay. Uh, Wendell. And uh, Music City. Hi, Wendell. Hey, Dan. Good to talk to you again. Yes. I got a set of a day for you. Okay. Marvin. Marvin, you're supposed to hit the Marvin. 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 Wendell. All right. Well, with Philly and. And uh, KC going to the Super Bowl, it marks the 14th time in NFL history for number one seeds to meet. The last time, Philly over New England there in 2018, Super Bowl 52. Oh, all right. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. He had to cue Marvin. <laughs> why? Why are you giving that look, Marvin? Wendell's telling you how to do your job. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He went. Marvin? <laughs> Marvin? Uh, Brandon in Ohio. Hi, Brandon. Morning, gang. Good morning. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Um, best is being a non-Bengals fan in the Dayton area. Um, always kind of nice to see them lose to not with them to go to the Super Bowl. But the worst part is that my better half is a Bengals fan. So I now have to... Watch what I say, tiptoe around the house, be extra nice, and all of that good stuff. Um, for at least the next two weeks, and then through the Super Bowl. But um, my, your thoughts on it, I don't know. It seems that with social media recently, every big game is sort of a paralysis by analysis where you have everybody on Twitter slowing down games to, ten, to one-tenth of the speed to say, oh, this is holding. This should have been a block in the back, pass interference. Yeah. Is it sort of it's 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 getting and the media is starting to do it too, where they get really hung up on these one or two plays from the game, and like an example last night is I think the Bengals only ran it thirteen times when it wasn't Joe Burrow, and that might have helped them out a little bit with the pressure on 
Burrow, I just don't know if we're losing focus on what might actually be the more important part of the game. Yeah, we do pick out one play or two plays. I just like to see consistency. If you're going to call pass interference that way or you're not calling holding, then do it for both teams. That's all. And look, you got to call that penalty on the Bengals, on the hit on Patrick Mahomes, plain and simple. But the Kansas City Chiefs were the better team last night, in my opinion. It just felt like Cincinnati was playing catch-up the entire time and felt a little bit more desperate than Kansas City did. The pass rush was wonderful. Uh you know, they had defensive players who made plays. And that, you know, you hold Joe Burrow to one touchdown pass. They didn't run the football at all. And what I'd been saying for the last couple of weeks, that offensive line was really damaged. You know, you had three starters out. That's a big deal. Now, it wasn't against Buffalo because they don't have the pass rush. But Kansas City, second best in sacks this year. It was going to be a big issue, and it proved to be last night. Yeah, Paul. Does Chris Jones of the Chiefs, and I'm pumping the brakes here, remind you a little of Reggie White in his heyday? From the, the size, speed, strength. I'm not saying he's the Ooh, next Reggie even, White. I can't even. I can't even. Put, I say player comp as far as like he's the big guy, he's the strong guy, and he's the fast guy all simultaneously. Mm. Just the way he pushes some people around is reminiscent, not a direct comparison. Mm. I know. Mm. Yeah, it is. Well, I had people in San Francisco say, oh, you're comparing Joe Burrow to Joe Montana? I said, yes, you know, certain traits about him. I I know he, he's accomplished an awful lot early in his career, has similar demeanor. Uh, I don't know. It's it's not egregious to say that. He just reminds there's certain traits that he has. Is he going to be as good as Joe? I have no idea. But, you know, I love the blueprint that he doesn't get too high, too low. These are all the things that, you know, Montana got better when the game was on the line. Yeah, Paul. Joe Montana wasn't a starter when he got to San Francisco. In 79, he started one game as a rookie. Steve lo- DeBerg was the starter. Yep, and his second year, he started seven games, was 2-5. and five. Next year, he's 13-3, and three, second in the league for the MVP, and won the Super Bowl, won Super Bowl MVP yeah. at age 25. Yeah. He's kind of similar to Burrow, but Burrow had a hotter start. Yes, yeah. But back then, if you he was a third-round draft pick, and even if you were a first-round draft pick playing quarterback, you weren't starting right away. Yes, Todd? Could we call Chris Jones the choir boy of defense? He's not quite the minister of defense, but he's there. He's there in the church, and he's ready to go. The choir boy of all right, defense. All right, I'm going to give it to you. I'm I don't gonna, hear a bloop, though. I, you know? No, I'm not giving you no a bloop. I'm, I'm just going to give it to you. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to acknowledge Look you. like you want to move on to a commercial break or something. Yes, I would, you jambroni. <laughs> It is Jambroni. No, it's not. Not? It's Jabroni. All right. I'll take your word for it. Let's take a break. Uh, If you're watching on Peacock, uh, an an emotional goodbye. We'll say goodbye to Seton as he uh, is firing up the Sprinter van and ready to leave the man cave. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Last call for phone calls. What we learned, what's in store tomorrow. Just got word, Hall of Famer Bobby Hall. The Golden Jet has died at the age of 84. He uh, won the Hart Trophy twice and a 12-time All-Star. He was the Golden Jet. He had blonde hair. He was really fast. Powerful and uh, teamed up with Stan Makita, helping the Blackhawks uh, win the Stanley Cup in 1961. We would have uh, Brett Hall, his uh, son, a Hall of Famer, on occasionally uh, back in the day. But uh, Bobby Hall passing away at the age of 84. All right, this day in sports history, Paulie, what do you have? Got a couple. Uh, this day is fill in the blank, Marvin. In 2000, New York Mets announced that Blank would be training with the team in February 2020. 2000 at spring training. A singer was going to train with the New York Mets at spring training. Can you guess who that singer was? Very popular, especially in the 2000s. And you're asking Marvin? Or everybody. Oh, well, I know who that is. Who you got? I'm going to go with Garth Brooks. Bloop, bloop. Garth Brooks trained with the New York Mets in spring training. Mm, mm. And I got this day in show history, Dan. Show. Because this is when we find out about uh, when we're at different Super Bowls. Okay. Uh, we did the, the Danettes did the polar plunge in Minnesota. Seven degrees. I think we raised about 10 large for charity this day in Minnesota. Hmm. Okay. That was a very fun night. Okay. Remember PJ uh, Fleck, the coach, did the pump-up speech for us? Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah, gave a pep talk. Uh, anything else this day in sports history? Yeah, they're all kind of mean-spirited ones, like <laughs> John Rocker and... Uh, Ray Carruth. They're not real positive. Ooh. There's some, there's some this day in sports history. There's two not nice. Ray Carruth is still in prison? Uh, I thought he got 20 years, but I'll check. Yeah. I, because he was a wide receiver with Carolina and then involved in trying to kill his pregnant girlfriend. And then the baby survived. Yeah. And, and his son is probably in his uh, early 20s. Right. Ray Carruth was released from prison in October of 2018. Well, he did almost, I think he did 18 years in prison. Hmm. Hope he knows route from wrong now. <laughs> that, that's not good. Route from wrong. No, it's not good. That is, it was not, wide that is not good. Uh, on this date in 2018, that's why I don't go with the negative ones, Dan. Because it no, sets up you're things. right. It, it's my fault. It invites insensitivity. <laughs> it's actually not your fault. But. Yeah, it is. It's my show, and I, I take blame, take ownership of that. Uh, 2018, the highest scoring triple double in NBA history happened. 2018, Mark. 
James Harden. James Harden. 60, 10, and 11. Uh, Luca just tied Harden's mark with a 60-point triple-double earlier this season. Does, I don't even know what Harden's numbers are this year. Yeah, Paul. You know, we were discussing last week about certain players and how history treats them, like Alex English or George Kerman. How is history going to treat James Harden if he has no rings and his career kind of has peaked? He was a sensation for about four years. Yes, he was. Yes, we must see TV. Uh, well, obviously a Hall of Famer, but I don't know. I, he might just become this statistical anomaly where you go, oh, my God, that guy won three scoring titles, back-to-back-to-back. Uh, to back to back. Uh, I think he won assist titles. Uh, MVP. He's averaging 20 points and six assists right now. Yeah, seven-time All-NBA, ten-time All-Star. But is the team better that he's playing that way? I would think so. Yes, Marv. He might fall on, uh, man, what could have been. Because he remember, he was on that uh, Thunder team with him, Westbrook, and Durant. Yeah. Like, what they could have done. The Rockets, they had the Warriors on the ropes. What they could have done. He was in Brooklyn. What they could yeah. Like, a lot of yeah, you're right. Yes, Tom. And when you're wearing that malcontent thing on top of that, I don't want to be here. I want to be here. I don't want to be here. I want to be over there. I want to be over there now. Yeah, and you know, he showed up out of uh, out of shape, overweight, uh, talked his way out of a couple places there. But you know, maybe he he gets that one final shot at winning a ring. Maybe. I mean, you don't hear that much from him anymore. And it feels like, you know, after a while, you got to read the room and go, uh, Joel Embiid is the best player. I, I got to make sure I uh, take care of him. Yeah, Paulie. Embiid's up to 33.8 uh, points per game yeah. in the league by, he's ahead of Luka, Giannis, Tatum. Yes, yeah, more. That's another best of the weekend. Joel Embiid went off against the Joker. Yeah. Now, he made a statement. As they, uh, they say, that he wanted all that smoke that the Joker had. Yeah, he was spitting, too. Oh, okay. You do not want this smoke. No, you do not. Uh, birthdays today. Uh, Gene Hackman, 93. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's acting anymore. I think he stopped acting a couple of years he ago. He retired, uh, I think, at age 86. Like uh, His last few movies were like Crimson Tide and those kind of movies. Yes, Todd. Yeah, we invited him on the show a number of times, and they said he's retired. And I don't know what that's got to do with doing an interview. I played along <laughs> with the publicist. All right, but he could still talk on the phone or something to us. Yeah, we were trying for a long time to have Gene Hackman. Oh, I'm sorry, on. he's retired. Yeah. Does, does he have a phone? That's a Pauly line right there. Yeah, I know. He's not available right now. It's like, ever? He's just like, <laughs> left, the, left the globe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also bother me when they're out of the country as if uh, cell phones stop working. I know. Pauly doesn't take no either. Be like, <laughs> uh, I respect that. See, we get somebody on, oh, not available. Like, forever? Uh, Phil Collins, 72 years of age. And Jalen uh, Rose is 50 today. Happy birthday. Final results of the poll question, Todd, that well, you we, tabulated. Well, we remember most about the conference <laughs> title games. Bad officiating, 40%. Brock Purdy, early QB injury, 32%. Jeff in Syracuse. Jeff, will squeeze you in. Hey, Heidi. How you doing, Dan? Good. Hey, um, well, I got, a, I, got a, I got a funny one for you. So if you remember the Hurricanes, uh, they uh, – they put a uh, emergency goaltender in uh, about ten years ago. He was a Zamboni driver. Yep, I remember that. I don't know if you can do that, like have that emergency quarterback idea. It used to be. Can you have somebody who uh, is on the sidelines, or like you're going to have an emergency quarterback if your other quarterbacks are knocked out? Because they used to have that rule in the NFL. Todd, where did you learn on today's award-nominated program? Eli Manning jokes his brother must have gotten caught for delay a game during Payne's long, slow-moving run, 33 yards, the longest in Payne's career. Marvin. Brady would be welcomed in San Francisco. Paulie. Gene Hackman retired in 2004. His final movie was Welcome to Mooseport. Was, who was in Mooseport? Is it J- James Garner, maybe? No. Gene Hackman, Ray Romano. Ray Romano, that's him. Uh, what we learned brought to you by the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the old-time greats, the only place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more, start or continue your collection at PaniniAmerica.net. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show.
One more item as we close out this Monday show. Every week we talk about our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And now we invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. One-of-a-kind digital cards available in packs, or you'll find them at Panini's public auctions that are on the site. Hottest rookies, bigger superstars, all-time greats. These are the official products of the NFL, NBA, UFC, FIFA World Cup, and collegiate sports. Collectors can share your cards in the public gallery, complete challenges, earn exclusive award cards. Panini NFTs are the place to be for the NFL playoffs and stretch run of the NBA season. Also, keep an eye out on the Panini NFT platform, unique one-of-a-kind VIP experiences. Panini NFT trading cards giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, even one-of-one NFTs from every pack. That's PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.